0: Welcome to the Find the Good Mamahood Podcast. I'm Caitlin Carpio-Futschner, and I'm so excited to spend some time with you. This is a place where I talk with other mamas about their favorite tips, tricks, and resources. And also celebrate the joys of mamahood by sharing real stories and experiences. New moms, veteran moms, moms to be? This podcast is for you. I hope our honest chats about the highs and lows of mamahood help you find joy wherever you are in your journey. I am so glad you're here. Hey guys, we are now well into back to school season and it's also fall here in Northern Virginia. It feels so nice and cool outside most of the days. And of course, Coda always wants to go to the park every morning. Um, Coda and I sat on our deck the other day to have lunch actually for the first time since we bought this townhouse at the beginning of the summer. And it felt so good, just so good not to be so hot and have all the bugs outside and everything. Um, so, yeah, we are enjoying fall. I have here with me my friend and coworker worker Sangmi Hoffman. Since uh, COVID began, school for her two girls has looked really different at various points in the past um, one and a half years. So I know she has some stories to tell about that whole journey, and I'm really excited to have her share. Welcome, Sangmi. Hi. Thanks Thank- for having me. Yes, thank you for sharing. So our listeners would love to hear what do you do during the week and what do you do during the weekends or for fun? Sure. So I've got two daughters, um, seven years old and then
1: uh, three and a half. She's actually almost four years old. So these days, since the, the public school opened during the day, Anna goes to public school. She is in second grade right now. And Kaya went back to her uh, preschool. Um, So they both are in full time. I'm working three days in in the office and then two days remote. Mm -hmm. So usually um, when I'm working in the office, uh, they're in the school Mm -hmm. and then we pick them up Mm -hmm. and just, you know, have a dinner and relax evening. Well, actually pretty much the same when I'm working from home, but I'm glad that I will, I am able to you know, drop them off and then pick them up when I'm uh, working remotely. Um, mm-hmm. That's my uh, favorite <laughs> things mm-hmm. of the day. Um, during the weekends, uh, as you mentioned, the weather is super nice these days. It's still a little hot, but um, we try to find as much as possible that we can do uh, outdoor to enjoy the weather. Um, we went to the beach the other day. It was hmm. uh, in Maryland, an hour drive, so it was really nice. Um, the, there was other missions that was quite expensive, but it was <laughs> totally worth it. Okay. Oh, otherwise, people from here, Nova, usually drive like a three and then three to four, five hours to get to the beach. So that was nice and relaxing. Um, otherwise, we go to park. Or just playground, and then um, we are planning to go apple picking next week. Yeah. Uh, also, it's gonna be Kaya's birthday, so I'm planning on Kaya's birthday party.
0: Yeah. It's nice. coming Sunday.
1: Yes, which is oh, really gonna exciting. Fun.
0: Yeah. And tell us about your job. What do you do?
1: I work for Julie Mason.
0: Um,
1: uh, we are. Uh, Uh, international admission teams for undergraduate Um, so and also uh, half of my uh, duty is working with into mason the students who is coming for study english i um, i review their documents and uh, issue i-20 so they can they can you know bring that paper to the embassy uh, to get their uh,
0: visas so with you working throughout this whole pandemic and your kids, Uh you know, changing school plans. Uh, How was that for you working this whole time?
1: During the pandemic, it was really crazy at the beginning. (laughs) Because uh, we, nobody had enough information about the virus. And school, of course, went uh, uh, virtual and at school and Kaya school as well. Um, So I had two kids at home and then I had to work full time. Uh, since we switched to remote uh, working, I we started having a lot of uh, meetings because people cannot see face to face, and they wanted to check, like you know, how things are going on my side and on my teams. So it was really hard hard to maintain uh, my full time job while I'm you know logging in and watching mm-hmm. kids while mm-hmm. they are taking online classes. Uh especially they Anna was Anna was six years old. She was still in kindergarten. Mm. And then Kaya was only like twin and a half at the time. They were not, you know, used to using those devices. Right. Like how to get in and log in and stuff. And then they needed our help, like mm-hmm. every single steps, you know, turning mm-hmm. on those computers uh you know putting on eye plug and everything so mm. it it was hard mm-hmm. doing the same things um, yeah. yes at the same time um and then uh anna was having a hard time uh getting focused online mm. and then um those things that teacher uh asked to um for them to do is kind of uh the kids were too young to understand, like, oh, you have to copy this address and then paste yeah. to another window and then open up another window and <laughs> uh, yeah, type in the word you see, but they don't know how to type on the keyboard. Yeah. Like so <laughs> it's she, a lot. It is a lot. And then she was getting stressed. And then it was the hours were long as well. It was from 9 to 3 p.m. Mm. on the computer. For them, it was too much. Uh, it didn't work with my work work uh, schedule as well. My husband had a lot of meetings. I had a lot of meeting meetings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Really watch her and then uh, help her. So we found uh, a school that offers a pot program. There were like a five to five, four to five kids in one mm. pot. They hired a teacher. And then uh, they actually go to a classroom. They have a little tiny classroom, but mm. they actually, can, they can sit down with the teacher and then uh, uh, study with other friends. So, we started that in October last year.
0: Mm, how did that go? It
1: did went really well. I, All the moms, we became really close. Those parents, they have the same, you know, perspective and the same kind of concerns. That's why we Mm -hmm. kind of found this school. What we most concerned was, you know, make our kids happy. Yeah. Yeah, those kids, they didn't, obviously, they didn't do well in online classes. That's why they found this alternative plan. So, uh, I mean, academic-wise, Anna failed her math the teacher was not like elementary certified teacher she was a preschool teacher Mm. i mean there was not enough teacher last year right Mm. so she did her best i mean i i I believe she did but just you know it's not her yeah uh, that was not she used to do uh, and i think she kind of had a hard time controlling like older kids Uh, yeah um so economic progress was not really that we were expecting but um mm-hmm. she was happy
0: <laughs> so would you say maybe like the social aspect of the pods um yes. setup worked out well it it really did That's it cool. did yes yes wow so we are happy mm-hmm. so that was last October you said last
1: October yes okay. until this May of- Okay beginning of May
0: so what's the plan for your two girls this semester or this school year I guess so they liked they like being with kids
1: um and Anna many times she told me she's not she doesn't like online classes
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: hopefully school remain open and you know they still can go to school Mm -hmm. for the rest
0: of the year so no more pod No more POD model for this school year.
1: No more. Uh, We thought about it uh, in the summer before we knew about Delta. We were kind Mm. of hopeful, like everybody's vaccinated and we just need to be careful for a few months until, you know, kids vaccine comes out, it's available. So uh, we were, so they were going to open another POD program for the next year and then we kind of declined it and then um hmm. delta is here <laughs> there <It> was <laughs> yes. five people the school studied there were a lot of concerns about from the moms and parents um so we kind of regret it mm-hmm. but um i don't know that's that's a choice to be made mm-hmm. so i just we are just hoping for the best keeping our fingers crossed
0: yeah yeah these are really, really hard decisions to make.
1: It was really, really hard. And mm-hmm. it's just not me or uh, my friends. They right. made their decisions. Some some, some of my friends, they set on their plan earlier this year, like private school. Mm-hmm. They cannot trust public school because
0: there were mm.
1: a lot of confusions last year. They said, oh, we're going to start you know, in person. No, we're going to go back to full nine. Yeah, yeah all these like last minute you know changes Mm -hmm. really mess uh the schedules for working moms Mm,
0: so that's true
1: yeah so they're like we're gonna we're just gonna go with the private school one more year Mm -hmm. some of the moms couldn't decide until the last minute until they you know ran out of their options and then they regretted whatever they made oh
0: damn that is so
1: hard yeah yeah, moms like me, uh, we wanted to try public school uh again. And then last minute again, the Delta was really big uh, mm. thing that we were really, really worried about. Mm-hmm. Um so there were a lot of emails that we exchanged, like do we still do mm. we have to better to you know look for a private school from now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least there must be like some schools that have spots for our kids. Mm-hmm. um so some of them actually yeah went back to private school like mm-hmm. a week before school started
0: wow yes yeah yes it's a lot of changes for these kids and they're trying to get used to it it's so hard for them yeah no. <laughs> it's hard yeah sorry. as you were in this pod model did you have any particular um help from teachers that was unexpected or you know kind of good experiences in terms of working with the teachers and getting support from them and the people running the program
1: since it's a small class they the teacher and then the school itself they were able to be like a little more flexible than school Mm. uh, curriculum so the the time they actually sit down on the you know on the table and then study and study it was uh much less than when they are in public school okay um and then they did more fun stuff like <laughs> yeah some more like extensive art classes and stem mm-hmm. uh, programs and then they took them out to the hiking sometimes oh nice yeah. yeah they just spent those hours outside uh mm-hmm. and then they took them to you know, ice skating, um, (laughs) spend some time because it's only in my Anna's class, there were only four kids. Mm. So they were, they were really flexible and then they tried to accommodate the kids needs and then uh, each kid's, you know, characters, they could have, they could have focused like uh, on each kid's, you know, their own characters and then what they need. Mm
0: -hmm. That
1: that was, that was really good.
0: And tell me, just because I'm not really familiar with pods, who organized it? Like, how did that work? Did you pay for it? Yes, yes. So this one was
1: from uh, the name is uh, I cannot believe I forgot. The name. Uh, Maker School. Okay. So the 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 school name is Maker School in Weston. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a kind of like a non-profit organization. Everybody kind of pay their annual fee like from oh. young kids to adult and then they have all this equipment, like they have a wood making section, they have like a sewing section, they have mm-hmm. a 3D printer, you know, they can use. So people come and then make their stuff with mm-hmm. stills, you know, you can make like little accessories, things like that. Yeah. Um, and then, um, they, and also they used to run, um, after school, like, uh, classes, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, learning like art and STEM and uh sewing, um, things like that. Mm. So they created this this little part, just you know, special uh program just for one year.
0: Oh wow. And okay.
1: Yeah. Uh it was we we paid, but it wasn't as uh it wasn't as much expensive as private schools. It was I would mm-hmm. say like a half of the price.
0: Oh wow, well, that's good. It was reasonable. Yeah, reasonable. Yeah. Nice. So what did you do during the summer when there was no school and you were still working? And um, I don't know, did you just do a lot of play dates? That's the, the
1: problem. Usually like working moms, uh, we have a group of working moms, they you know try to uh help each other as much as possible. Whoever needs like, oh I need a few hours, I have a you know meeting, the kids can you watch my kids we yeah. have really good community and we really have a good uh, group of moms because of covid it was not possible mm. to get this uh, help i mean this summer was a little better than uh, summer last year actually because mm. last year it was only our family we did not see anybody else mm-hmm. other than our family like even our cousins and there was uh, we created a bubble so anna has one friend uh who's in our neighborhood they were in the same class mm-hmm. um so we saw each other exclusively mm-hmm. um so this summer we spent a lot of time with them uh we went to the beach together mm-hmm. and uh, camping together um yeah did a lot of stuff um, mm-hmm. especially outdoor we went to swimming pools a lot um yeah that's the thing that the swimming pool opened finally. Yes. <laughs> so that was a good option to have. Um other than it, I struggled a lot because my husband was uh in Japan.
0: Yeah so he was oh I didn't know he was in Japan. Okay.
1: He, yeah he was there for seven weeks and he left as soon as the summer break started. Oh <laughs> so, My goodness <laughs> it was it was really hard. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how I went through all mm-hmm. this but um yeah you did though you did it <laughs> I did. your kids are good yeah well part of the summer uh, my mother-in-law no flew in from Seattle as uh, soon as she got the vaccine and she was like I can come and help you oh, she good. came for a few weeks yeah, yeah so yeah. she helped yeah. yeah otherwise I don't I don't know how I could have you know dropped them off and mm-hmm. became they did they did take some uh, summer
0: camps actually mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. forgot to mention Nice. Yeah, yep. But your family is also in Korea, right? They're not over here. Yes.
1: So we have uh no help from family. Mm-hmm. In my my families are in Korea. Jesse's families are in Seattle.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So far. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. He has one brother here um living nearby, but um
0: mm-hmm. so about it. And, Okay. He's
1: got his job, you know, he's traveling a lot as well. So mm. even if he wanted to help, um was not really available.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, what are some things that helped you as the mom and your girls? Um, just if you can think of anything in rough patches during the school year, during the summer, you know, what mm. are some resources that helped you all out? Well, the,
1: you know, best resources are always other moms. Um, mm. You know, we uh, exchange a lot of information and um, mm-hmm. some of the like um, mom groups on the Facebook and neighborhood uh, mm-hmm. uh, online community, those those are the best resources for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they always, you know, share their experience about certain you know, schools or summer camps and then the oh, places nice. that we can, you know, the places they recommend. Uh, you know the, the places that might be good for kids they always recommend those places and it's mm. good tips um so these are uh, my good resources usually
0: mm-hmm. have you ever checked out DallasMoms.com? yes
1: yes <laughs> i think they send out some uh emails right
0: oh i don't know Ad- actually
1: advertisement
0: oh probably maybe I'm, I'm wrong
1: but yeah i i definitely i did Yeah, yes
0: yeah, there's a lot of information uh-huh. there i just kind of started getting into that and um i went somewhere i went somewhere with coda and uh-huh. they said oh how did you hear about it oh yeah it was like a, a local block party i think Mm-hmm. from like here here where we live in northern virginia and they were like oh you heard about it from dallas moms that's crazy it, you know it's not just dallas moms it's just northern virginia moms. <laughs>
1: right right there are yeah. a lot of mom mom groups here around here yeah. like vienna moms are one of the most popular ones oh
0: okay nova
1: moms and then for me i'm not a member but there is a like a nova asian moms group as well oh cool so they uh, they get a lot of information especially regarding like you know where can i find this specific like asian ingredients and stuff Uh, yes yes those things
0: also george mason i know has a working moms group right right Mm -hmm. which i meant to join
1: (laughs) 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 a long time i kind of (laughs) forgot about it during the pandemic but um, okay yes yes i heard there is uh yeah really just pulling group there
0: I'm not exactly sure what they do. I'm part of the um, the group chat. Um, so I you see are? like, yeah, it's in Teams, but I'm not sure if there's more to just those posts. I think they used to be much more active, especially mm-hmm. in person, like going on walks around George yes. Mason University or you know helping each other out with babysitting or things like that, recommendations. Yes. But I don't really know how much they're doing now. It's been a, a pretty quiet channel. Yeah, I think everything is kind of on pause
1: during the pandemic.
0: Yeah. But I love what you said, like the best resources are other moms, especially ones who are like in your neighborhood, you know, because they can, mm-hmm.
1: they're right there. Yes, I really do. Like uh, when you think about, oh, this this book might be good. Uh, is, is it a good book for my kids? You know, all these kind of questions like, yeah, yeah do you, would you recommend this book? Or would you recommend this toy? And then there is always mm-hmm. a lot of comments.
0: Were there any positive outcomes that you were not expecting? because of this turn of events of putting your kids in pods and then you know now back to school and the crazy summer and all that were there any unexpected bright spots in all that
1: i was saying that really <laughs> that's okay <laughs> not really um i don't know if uh your question is related to, to this but um i during the pandemic like all these online classes and remote working the only good thing happened to me, I would say I were I was able to spend more time with my kids. Um, yeah. Otherwise, before then, I had a nanny in the morning because I had to get out of the door by 7.30. Mm. Um. So she came at 7 and, you know, wake them up and feed them, getting them dressed. And I was gone at the time. And she mm-hmm. kind of take care of everything and send them to school. Mm-hmm. And then she picked them up. She comes back in the afternoon and she picked them up. Mm. and then you know give them some snacks and everything but mm-hmm. um so i only had like i don't know like one or two hours a day with my kids wow. yeah just you know have a dinner together and then you know wash them and then bedtime that was it mm-hmm. it's sad yeah but that was my life um mm. same to my husband's as well yeah but um i i know Cody, koda didn't start school yet right
0: no he's but- 19 months now <laughs> okay
1: he will and then he will be happy to my favorite time is pick up they just their faces mm-hmm. right now as soon yes. as they find you and they just come and hug you and kiss you mm-hmm. that's really really precious and mm-hmm. I, yeah i that is absolutely my favorite time and then yeah same to same goes to my husband mm-hmm. so that i could do it during the pandemic years. And then that was,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, that, that, that's been amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've gotten a little taste of that dropping code off at my mom's every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. When I go into the office and, um, that's been really nice to just go in once a week. And, you know, that's just, my work has been really flexible because that's really all I can do right now right. with not really Wanting to put him in childcare right now, and um, not really being able to afford childcare either.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, these are expensive here. Care. Right, they are, and like you said, you know, they get little coughs and little colds all the time. So they could definitely get something else bigger. Yes. And yes, just, it's a part of the something that comes with childcare. So whenever I drop him off. You know, he's very unhappy, but whenever I pick him up, it he's he's so happy, it's like it's yes. the brightest part of his day. Right, right. <laughs> except then, when except so what? <laughs> well, I was gonna say except when he's in the middle of something and he just looks at me and he's like, Oh hey, <laughs> hi, you're there, hey. but I'm gonna you dancing or eating or playing, yeah. or whatever, you know. He doesn't want to be interrupted. Five, yeah, give me five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the middle. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's so cute. It's a fun, he has a fun time at Mama Nina's house. That's what we call her. That's good. And you need that. You need that, you know, time for yourself as well. Just mm-hmm. kind of yeah, you know, on your it's work. It's so nice. It's really nice. Just being in the office. You know, I can wear something nice. I can take my time nice. eating lunch as I'm you know doing work. I don't have to keep giving Coda little bits of my food. Right. <laughs> it's nice
1: yeah you know yeah talking to other grown-ups and then we're (laughs) talks
0: right yes definitely I think spending more time with Coda is is a bright spot in my pandemic experience because I was fortunate enough to be able to continue working from home and be able to juggle that with taking care of him because I was planning on putting him right back in child care right in child care you know yeah yeah most of the week (laughs) So. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's
1: yeah, yeah. I think a different. lot of moms, yeah, know that how you know precious that time is the spending with your kids, and
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: something I appreciate.
0: Right. And then we- is there anything else you'd want to share, or maybe pass on to other moms in a similar situation with these kids and crazy COVID school situations, and maybe working moms? Yeah.
1: What can I say? <laughs> just, I want to say, hang in there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we don't have much of choices. Like, all these private schools are super expensive. I don't know how many, how many people can afford this. And usually um, people have, you know, more than one kid and Mm. that's, that's really a lot of money. Um, Right. So, yeah, we just have to, you know as fast as we can like keeping our child safe. Because um, mm-hmm. once my kids get you know COVID, then you don't you never know how many people um she can expose this virus to. And then so that's my priority. I kinda keep my kids safe. Um, right. Not being exposed to COVID. I mean we came this far and I don't wanna
0: yeah, have another bad news. Yeah, that's true. You have come really far. You got them through crazy yes. pods and virtual learning, and now in-person learning. And I, I did everything to keep them safe. Especially mm-hmm. Kaya,
1: we were not. Uh, have, I mean, we were not ready to send her to school, so we had a nanny coming mm-hmm. for a few hours every day. Mm-hmm. She did that, and when my nanny was not available anymore, she found another job and had to. Be located to somewhere else.
0: Mm.
1: And then, then when we started school, but um ever since she went back to school, she's already sick, at mm-hmm. least like once mm-hmm. or twice a week. And she right. has fever. Luckily there was no COVID, uh, mm-hmm. but definitely she's mm-hmm. you know getting things from the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Oldest, yeah many <laughs> in school and summer break and then everything we were safe so I just want to keep on doing um keeping it safe and right uh keeping my fingers closed I think yeah all the other moms uh kind of hoping the same thing doing the same thing and hoping the same thing
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think you're doing your best with what you can with what you have and you know you can't expect anymore you're doing your best to keep your kids safe like you said and um, do your work diligently and, and all the things oh. that you're juggling. So I think you're an excellent juggler, me. <laughs> I'm trying to be. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. It was so thank fun you. chatting with you. Thank you for Yay, taking the time. I know you're so busy and um, lots of things going on. So thank you for making some time to share about your family's journey through COVID schooling and working and, and figuring out what works for your family.
1: Thank you very much. I wish for the same thing and <laughs> thanks for having me. It was really nice to share my experience and
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, hopefully it helps a little uh, to some of the mom who's looking for past goals and other options.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. And then
0: I'll be happy to, you know, come again and share more <laughs> stories later. Awesome. Yes. Thank you. I Thank hope you so very too. much. Thank you for listening, mamas. That was just for you. And I hope your kids' new school years are off to a good start. I hope you handle any bumps in the road with a deep breath and an extra measure of grace for yourself and your kids, knowing this is such a tough season. There's lots of things to juggle. And you are doing your best, like Sammy said, to keep your kids safe and healthy, to keep you safe and healthy, and do all the responsibilities that are on your plate as well as you can as the mom of a toddler, not yet in school. I can only watch from the sidelines, not in it yet uh, for now, but I'm cheering you on. So happy back to school season, and we'll talk to you next time.